Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Corgans Podcast. Tom Morello is officially canceled for giving a 10-year-old a Fender Stratocaster with a Floyd Rose in stock. <laughs> I just love that that's, like, what we're kicking off with. and like. Yeah. No one knows good, what we're talking about. Probably a good 90% of people have no idea what that means, so... There's a 10% chance for a reason. Yeah. But yeah, hi guys. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> How you doing? Um, the re- the the reason why we were bi biweekly with this podcast is simply people aren't doing enough shit. Yeah, and uh, we were in Orlando last we're, week. We're uh, we're trying <laughs> to make it from here on out to where like if we don't have enough to talk about, we'll always have like a guest podcast going. That's kind of like a goal from here on out. Uh, yeah. We've also not been incredibly on time with the whole sundays thing yeah um so make sure that you follow our twitter if you haven't already if and you're listening to this so you always know when we upload we're still gonna try our best to do sundays it's just recently with like life and stuff it's been more difficult but yeah. you'll, you'll always know when we upload if you follow us and or the podcast on twitter so go ahead yep. and do that. And post about that shit constantly yep all right, let's get her. Let's get her fucking going. So first up, um, the new MGK album has been announced to release on September twenty fifth. It's called Tickets to My Downfall. It is now, after its uh, official announcing, uh, one of my personal most anticipated albums of this year. For I mean, the, I mean, I'm excited. Of- so for the fact of just all the other shit that MGK has been putting out recently has been the fact that he hasn't fucking missed. Yeah. Uh, MGK is the new face of pop punk. And that's just like still crazy to think about, but pretty fucking cool. Nonetheless. Pop Um, gang is out here there. He's bringing it back single handedly Pop gang. Yeah, no, seriously. Um, to like a commercial success, like MGK now is what, uh, is what like what Blink eighty Blink one eighty two should have been this year? Blink eighty two. Blink eighty. <laughs> the really we lost the one hundred in in nine. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, but no, we're, we're uh, at least I'm very excited. I know we've both talked good things about. We haven't had a. He hasn't missed. Going on with that, yeah. No, he has not missed. Um. It's really cool, man. Like a lot of people are talking about how like guitar music's gone and when it comes to like mainstream and personally, I don't think so. I just think it's not where you're looking anymore. It's kind of like how people say punk is dead when really punk is still alive and well. It's just in the hip hop community instead of, you know, punk rock. So yeah, uh, arguably punk rock might be dead, but uh, I I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that just because like punk's not dead. It's still. I'm. I'm not the type person to talk about it at all. So (laughs) literally, literally punk. Punk right now. You see a lot more of it in rap with like NASCAR, Aloe, City Morgue, Suicide Boys, that kind of shit. It's more around that now. Exactly. Um, Tyler fucking Carter. (laughs) Yeah. Oh boy. 
I put these uh, as close to each other as I could. They'll be fine. It's it, um, literally we'll go back to back with them. Yeah. So Tyler Carter has been let he's go done. of he's issues. He, he and has, has mutually said he's not returning to music as a whole. Which like he wouldn't so kind of makes yeah, sense. Which he really shouldn't. <laughs> no. For um allegedly and I'm assuming definitely just like he owned up to it, so yeah, it's not really allegedly anymore. Did it. Uh, grooming uh, fans over the years. Um, obviously not of recently, but in the earlier years of issues. And um, I guess also like brief manipulation. I saw like one story about how uh, when he was in the UK, uh, there was this dude who uh, had like a close personal connection with Tyler and wanted to pursue a relationship with Tyler and whatever there's 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 plenty of recent and not so recent things that have happened with tyler carter and sadly um this one to this this one hurts more than any of the others that have hit recently yeah uh, for me personally uh issues in a is a band that i've been in love with since i was uh arguably a kid uh i'd say 15's kind of still jit area uh for those who don't know what a jit is listening outside of florida it's like a childish a childish <laughs> kid um, <laughs> it's, really, it's only central florida down that knows about yeah. that word um but this this one hurt a lot uh i've looked up to issues i still look up to issues i guess as a band uh they kicked him out immediately after finding out about this which is very we're uh, fine skylar's gonna do vocals great well we'll see i wouldn't want him to but, but we uh, did talk about it when uh when we were in orlando tyler carter is probably the most replaceable uh, yes, and that's not to say that Tyler Carter isn't nowadays. extremely talented, um, obviously, regardless of everything. Uh, before continuing this conversation, uh, obviously, we don't by any means uh, support Tyler Carter anymore. No, not at all. Um, uh, anyway, he he's a talented vocalist, um, but I don't think he's unique. I think he was unique when issues started, but the whole like R and B influenced post hardcore sounding vocalist thing is now like overdone, yeah, and he is lot, actually man. by far the most replaceable member of Issues. Um, but that's just what time does. So yep. Um, when something's they, in, and then everybody else. starts doing it, yeah, it's it's gonna be overdone. I am curious to see what they do in the future. There have been absolutely no talks of replacing Tyler yet or what they're doing or how they're doing it. Issues has confirmed that they are still a band, but this is, this is a lot. This is someone they considered a brother, um, you know, finding out that they've done something awful is it's, it's a hard hit. Great. Yeah. Um, so that kind of fucking sucks. Uh, moving on, uh, sleep on it, announce breakup, uh, and acknowledge the allegations brought against them. Um, I think they kind of just realized that they're not. They tr- I think they tried coming back from everything that happened that we talked about with their defending of Never Capped as, as well as um, allegations against their vocalist, uh, Zach, um, just not treating women well. Um, it's, cheating on his significant other multiple times as well as just like emotional manipulation. Um, as we've said so many times in this podcast, it's not hard to not be a piece of shit. Yeah. Um, but also like 
at, it's it's another thing i guess like recently it's not the notes but like it seems like every other day someone's being called out for something like heart attack man is currently under fire for posting a extremely poor taste photo of a uh, knife with the scene of 9-11 on it and saying an unusual knife on the day of 9-11 which he's always eric eric is always minutes away from being canceled yeah and so like just to put into perspective everyone can be problematic i thoroughly don't believe there's a single person who hasn't done something shitty in their life the important thing is acknowledging at the time what you did was fucked like when it happens not like way later but acknowledging that what you did was fucked up and then growing from it um but if you don't show growth and you continue to do the same thing over and over again i i don't see room for um letting someone grow when you've given them that time and they just keep making the same mistakes and i guess that's why zach was called out um this kind of sucks i was also a pretty prominent fan of sleep on it as of actually pretty like recently of this year, I got really into their newest album when I saw them live with ironically never kept um, oh. <laughs> it was that tour. So um, as well as uh, I think bearings and between you and me yeah. who are both really solid bands i don't know i don't really listen to pop punk anymore if i'm being honest i've been completely turned away from the genre due to finding out that half of the entire pop punk saying your pieces of shit um, yeah but on a, there's there's a difference between making mistakes and continuing to be a bad person so yeah you can't um, fix it you can't fix stupid but honestly exactly. on a lighter note yeah i the breather and breakdown of sanity announced comebacks yeah i'm super <laughs> stoked on i the breather yeah i'm uh, i'm stoked on both of them I could be whatever about Breakdown to Sanity personally, but I i mean, I'm still, that's cool. And Extortionist, we didn't write that down. Yeah, and Extortionist. Are they coming back as a live band or are they just coming back as purely being internet? I'm pretty I sure we I don't think have. we know. We don't know yet, but yeah. It's still being they're coming teased. Back. They're coming um, back as well. Dependence also teasing coming back. And oh my God. Releasing Please, music, for the love of fucking God. Which is a band that we have both shown praise to you on this podcast and talked about melodic hardcore um, they're, not, uh, they're, they're not really melodic hardcore they're literally a melodic hardcore band that's what they uh, are it's i think, it's I, think I don't know you don't you don't listen to enough melodic hardcore yeah, because you think that. melodic hardcore is counterparts and they're a metalcore band so like i know counterparts is a metalcore band it's they were melodic hardcore no they've always been a melodic hardcore like slash metalcore band so shut the fuck up i just want to go listen to bloom now your melodic hardcore is like i guess touche amore oh yeah and like casey or um i don't know old being as an ocean like yeah. that that kind of that's, uh, there's that's... plenty there's plenty more but we're not gonna just list off dreambound bands for the next 20 minutes um we could if we wanted to but we, we definitely could if we wanted to Pale Dusk announced they're signing to Grayscale Records. Big See. dub. Also makes perfect sense. Um, yeah. That label is just full of we do whatever we want core bands. I, I wouldn't have ever seen Pale Dusk signing to anybody. So Yeah, they seemed like they were going to just be fully independent. But. I think they were reached out to mm-hmm. by Pale Dusk. Uh, uh, not by Pale Dusk, by uh, Grayscale Records. Um, Grayscale Records, of course, where... A lot of bands like this are on, including uh, one of our 
top 10 album of the year contenders justice for the damned yep as well as alpha wolf's old um label before they were i believe diamond construct is also on grayscale are they yeah i'll look that up real quick i'm just gonna look up who else is on grayscale if you want to know but grayscale is a is it has a lot of really good bands on that fucking label like it was old alpha wolf and everything but now they're on sharp tone which is perfect for them them and honestly i think uh grayscale and sharp tone don't really miss with signings those are two really good labels that haven't missed in the past. Alpha few Wolf is still with Grayscale Records. Because that's their Australian provider. Yes. That is their Australian provider. Bloom, who we've talked about. Okay, Bloom is melodic hardcore. Yes. <laughs> All right. Um, Bloom, who we've talked about on the podcast a few times, as well as last episode, are on Grayscale. Um, yes, Diamond Construct is. Make Them Suffer um are technically on rise oh yeah they're on rise but they're light they're australian for the damned um oh what what is that oh i thought it's a falsifier it's a it's falsifier okay uh stuck out uh through fire grave mind oh that's a big one it's a big one big australian moment or the beautiful moment excuse me is malevolence on grayscale they have to be, don't they? It would make sense. That would make a lot. Oh, the comfort is on. Oh, okay. So I'm starting to see. We said we weren't going to list Dreambound bands for 20 minutes, so we're going to list fucking grayscale bands for 20 minutes now. <sighs> well, no, that's that's where it ends. They actually don't have a lot of. Uh, yeah, because they're artists. they're mostly Australian bands or like yeah, anywhere close to Australia bands. The only oh wow, Bellhaven is on fucking grayscale right Hell yeah. Um, and the beautiful monument. Yeah, they don't. Yeah, they don't have a huge roster. Oh, a burden. What? Hello. All right, a burden. Bellhaven. I'm just gonna name them all right now. Get it over with. Deadlights. Diamond construct. Falsifer. Grave mind. Graves. Justice for the damned. Our past days. Pale dusk. Stuck out. The beautiful monument. The comfort and whatever forever so like 12 bands yeah, yeah. that's not that's not huge but i mean they're, that's, they're as they're basically a small star cast but, yeah yeah um but pale dusk we've talked about them on the podcast before um not so much with releasing new music because they haven't released new music since we really got into them yep uh but they are a fantastic band and i'm excited to see what they do on this label yes sir um also, fuck the government yeah fuck the government uh the u.s has made it now extremely hard to tour the u.s uh to other artists from around the world by raising visa costs by 50 percent, mainly for eu and australia bands so this wouldn't have been much of an issue if it weren't already almost impossible for those bands to get approved for visas yeah in, in fucking general the issues that people have had recently with touring the u.s isn't paying for a visa because a visa getting the visa yeah getting like paying a visa is only before this i believe 200 dollars. so now they're like 300 which sucks um but there are bands and when you apply for a visa and like pay for it you don't get your money back yeah like it's it's gone like Like, so so the whole thing like uh with the xm with the xm octane tour the accelerator tour that ice nine headlined there was that whole issue with uh make them suffer trying Mm -hmm. to get visas and they didn't they paid for it uh, had visa issues, dropped off tour, never got that money back. Yeah, exactly. 
Um, it sucks. There's plenty of other examples. Uh, holding absence had to drop off of the being as an ocean tour, which didn't happen anyway. So, yeah. Um, but so on and so forth. It's really shitty that this keeps happening, but here we are. Um, Jared Alonjo's streams are actually gas. <laughs> Holy shit! That was a that was a great night that we had watching the one the pop punk stream that he did. Yeah. Um, if you're like a Twitch person and like you watch like Twitch streams. I don't really. That's why uh, one day Kevin and I were bored and ended up watching one of these. Um, <laughs> fuck Kevin. Yeah. That's where uh, we also, that's where you found, that's where we started watching this shit about Freshman 15. Yes. Which and is that the best became culture. Ever. Dude, yes. that is the greatest live video you will ever see. 197 and 856 cannot compete with the, one, with the dude who not. shot that, who shot that fucking video. <laughs> is she okay? sick sick on beat and this is my dad <laughs> yep if you haven't watched that video ever i'll just take a second pause the podcast and just go look up freshman 15 are you ready for this live video uh, after it'll the be, podcast it'll be, be the first i mean more preferable i mean we get the stream no matter what if you're already this far in <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah because we totally make money off this tillian pearson announces his fourth solo album is done uh i don't really give a shit about i, I don't care <laughs> tilly and solo album i mean we'll listen to it for the podcast yeah because we'll uh, it is scene related yeah, um but but um i don't know this is exciting news i guess for tilly and pearson if you follow tilly and pearson uh i listen to a few like of his solo material songs i don't return to albums yeah no he's great Talented vocalist, really cool guy. I don't know. Um, I guarantee you, like, I bet money on the fact that we're gonna get like a whole new DGD album, like, yeah, two months after they do a full headlining tour for Afterburner. Like, it's gonna finish, and then they're gonna be like teasing like a new they're single be like, like, on hey. that, and everybody's gonna be like, oh, this is gonna be like Headhunter and. Uh, fucking whatever and they're like psych whole new album and everybody's gonna be like what everyone's gonna be like oh wait wait a minute yeah um that band doesn't stop so they don't yeah just to put it into perspective um they released three albums in the past four years yeah so i wouldn't be surprised uh yeah it's kind of fucking crazy actually um Creeper parted ways with drummer Dan Bratton and no reason's been given. I hope it's not for the reasons we've been getting recently. That would really fucking uh, suck. It would be pain. Very pain. Uh, Creeper as well with an album that we absolutely love that came out earlier. Uh, we're going to go to the UK year. and go see Static Dress and Creeper and Orgasm. Yeah, and Holding Absence. And Holding Absence, yeah. We're going to have yeah. a great time. Um... Oh, also, we'll fucking, what happens. and we'll see what happens with this uh, LDB announcement next week. Hoping that it's just saying they we're not. We're just hoping it's not going to well, be. Well, no, it was the tenth. Was the tenth? What? Oh, yeah, oh, they wait. said early twenty twenty one. Thank God. So, who knows what that fucking means? Um, it, that means May. I, <laughs> I hope yeah. not. I want to go to LDB this year. I have no idea what it means. We'll see. Uh, Bloodbather EP coming out on October 9th as well as a new song that we'll talk about later. Just finally got a release date for the full release, which is exciting. 
Um, and that's pretty much does it for that's news. That's our news. But releases. Um, we, we have, have a our... lot of singles to talk about. Not yes, so much releases, do. but... Let's just jump well, into singles. Releases, singles, same, same shit, different bucket. Yeah. Um, Static Dress released their new single for the attention of, off of their something... There's something that is still has that we not been announced. Don't know when will come out or not, or if it will See, ever come out one day. Yeah, I no watch idea about that just, one. Just just watch them like drop all this music as singles and then be like, "Hey, we're taking a hiatus," and everyone's just like, "Shit!" Yeah, that'd be awful. No, they won't do all that. They have too no, much hype. Um, Static Dress is probably fine off of merch alone. They're literally the oh. supreme of metalcore right now. Yeah, we um, had that discussion. Yeah. So this song's amazing. Yeah. Uh, short insane. and sweet. This is the shortest Static Dress song I've like gotten so two far. Two minutes, ten seconds. Yeah. Uh, it's a short, like heavier track. It's got some cleans though. It's got the, in my opinion, uh, this is tied for my favorite Static Dress chorus. Yeah, this one, and so it's tied for... Yeah, I agree with that, but it's also for me, it's tied with Safe Word. Nope. What is it for you? I think Adaptive Taste is still the best chorus they've written. Adaptive Taste is also still my favorite song by them. That's fair. Um, I just think everything about that song is amazing. They had my attention at Clean, and Adaptive Taste was phenomenal. Um, I know when Safe Word came out, we said it was their best song yet. I think as a whole... It is, but it's not my favorite. Adaptive Taste is still my favorite. Um, we love this band. We can't wait to can't, see what we, this band does. I don't want to stop. to see this band. Oh, uh, yes. <laughs> Finally. Never, that may fucking happen. I'm going, to hate, I'm going to hate Mosh to Static Dress in London. With a mask on. <laughs> With a mask on. Jesus like I'm Christ. in North Lane. Yeah. So, speaking of masks oh, no. bring me the horizon put out, <laughs> um their new song and music video for their song obey featuring young blood bring me uh, homo and in the music video spot. they're yeah they're they're robots i was really happy to see i don't know if you saw it too but um they had like behind the scenes like photos from um, i saw those yeah and um it was actually Ollie and Youngblood, like in the suits. It wasn't just like some like actors or whatever. Uh, that's, that's I was really happy. I was really happy to see that. I know it's probably like ninety percent of that was probably just because like it's better to have less people on set because of COVID, but it's still fun to see. I was glad to yeah. see that. Uh, video's hilarious. Uh, big Power Ranger vibes. Big yeah. Power Ranger vibes. Uh, and the it's song like- is phenomenal. Oh, it was so good. Um, Bring Me the Horizon. Doesn't. Are- doesn't miss with these new singles these new singles no, haven't missed these new singles all have not of missed. these new singles have been fantastic uh this is my favorite so far it's a tie between this one and parasite e for me still i still um, love parasite e. the one up that this has for me uh is the chorus for this song is so fucking well done uh, this song could be the chorus like four times and I'd still listen to it every day like I have been. Um, such a good chorus. Uh, Breakdown has gutturals. Yeah. That's all we really have to say. And this uh-huh. is a war. Yeah. Um, I'm going to let you talk about Gloom in the Corner because I need to use the restroom and I know you love this band. What? So I- why, 
What? I, I, I can't pee on podcast? No. Hold it? <laughs> no. You I'll, absolutely all right. can't. All right, let me go get a, let me get a bottle or something. <laughs> you ridiculous bastard. No, what kidding. do you think this is? I'm going to hold it. <laughs> yeah, no. I'm going to hold um, it until the Zoom meeting decides to cut off again like it normally it does. It won't. It, ha- it did last time. No, it only did last time because I opened it in the app, and when I do it on the browser, it doesn't do time limit. Oh, truth. Yeah. All right. So, sick. sick. Gloom in the corner. <laughs> released their new song, Warfare. It is one of the three singles they're putting out this year. Uh, still waiting for the middle piece. Mm-hmm. Um, this song's fucking great. That shit, as well. that shit hated. This band also doesn't miss. Um, a lot of doesn't miss. Which is fantastic. Yeah, it's, it's literally, I was going to say, like, if I was going to introduce, like, I was going to literally say, like, the first three bands we're talking about this week have not missed recently. No. Um, what was the last Gloom song we talked about? I can try. Was seconds. it Violence? It was Violence, wasn't it? Wasn't uh, it Violence called? Let me tell I you. Thought, I thought Violence... Yes, it was violence. I thought violence was okay. Uh, I'm a huge fan of this band's last release um, of uh, fucking Flesh and Bones. Yeah. Um, I absolutely love that album. And this like new song has more remnants of that than violence did. Um, this, uh, these few songs have been pretty political. Um, not straying too far from what this band has talked about before. I do like their like um, gimmicky side. I think they do it very well. Uh, and remnants bands that um, made things like this uh, a thing at the forefront, like the theatrical era of metalcore, the whole like yeah. 2010 to 2013 era, um, where things had like pianos and harps in the background. Um, <laughs> So this definitely has reminiscences of that. It's a heavy fucking banger. Um, the gloom in the corner, of course, is always had that very new metalcore backbone sound that they started with and have transitioned into this more theatrical uh, balladess. Um, it's, dude, sound. it's great. I like honestly. I their vocalist has a very unique voice as well, which is hard to find in genres like this. Yeah find that a lot of the vocalists in this like genre usually have like the same kind of voices that like um Luchi or Lochi not Luchi Lochi from Alpha Wolf have or the dude from Diamond Construct it's just very similar like mid yell where because they're Australian yeah and his his is I mean so is the gloom in the corner I know that's what I'm saying uh, <laughs> ironically all of these bands play in drop f anyway <laughs> <laughs> there's so Some much irony the happening yeah what are they um, feeding them in Australia that makes them all want to play an F? I don't seven strings. <laughs> Dude, these these Ibanez RGs are fucking talking to me. Yeah. Um. So yeah, the gloom in the corner is sick. If you haven't checked them out, do check out their whole discography and this new song. Um, nice. You have a great it's time. Very cool. There is a concept around the new material though that is political, uh, and it's like a whole thing. We talked about it uh, last podcast. Yep. Um, when they were teasing stuff as well as static dress yours truly br- put out a brand new song under size off their new album that comes out in a week from now which oh, look another australian band yeah wow okay yeah we all right <laughs> they're on unfd records which is an australian another australian label, label. 
Wow. Australia, the podcast. We love love to see it. Um, So this band kind of reminds me of if like all time low first album era came back with like modern influence and made pop punk music. I think that Stan Atlantic's um, yours truly is like pierce the veil sleeping with sirens, which is funny because these bands have never associated publicly or toured together. um, Even though they're both Australian bands as well. (laughs) Um, But stylistically, they're both very similar bands, but you know how like Pierce the Veil was like a little, a little heavier, yeah. a little edgier, um, not edgier. Where well, not to start, uh, Sleeping with Sirens started out as a fucking dissonant chord, fucking metalcore band, and then went, yeah. how do we get a bigger audience? Um, but that's like what this reminds me of, like comparing the two. Yeah, um, Stand Atlantic have more of like a pop punk like punky edge whereas yours truly just wants to vibe um i've been a fan of this band for i think like two years now uh they were ironically a dreambound band weirdly enough uh mm-hmm. nothing about them fit that but dreambound also don't care who they upload anymore which kind of sucks but it's okay um this new song though undersize is like an acoustic campfire kumbaya <laughs> It, it is and like we were when we listened to it there's there's i i know they're australian but misheard lyric oh yeah we were the, like, the fucking titties what <laughs> the swimming titty lyric yeah i don't know swimming in pools but it did not it sounds sound like, like swimming nipples yeah it was nipples yeah that could be anything if anybody could be anybody truly is listening to this podcast i'm we're sorry yeah we we don't think this. We're gonna jam that song regardless. Yeah, gonna it, like, I'm but, gonna I'm gonna listen to your stuff regardless. We just think that's funny, and we hope yeah. you do too. Um, <laughs> yeah, we, we know you're. Gonna be we know you're foreign. Own. We know you're foreign and have an accent, and we're just stupid Americans. But Jesus. oh well. <laughs> yeah, Kevin had a had a Travis Scott burger today. You shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I really, I do really wish I pulled up to the fucking. The, the, the drive through and start it'd be like yeah can i get a starts playing sicko mode yeah oh um god yeah Dude, that shows I... how american we are uh we give in to you got it given a cap- capitalism hype best marketing move in history though to mcdonald's honestly part of me literally wanted to get what is it captain captain jacks is that cactus the jack? cactus jack yeah yeah, I wanted to. I wanted to get like Cactus Jack merch just to flex. This, but then get, I was just get the like, sixty dollar McDonald's. But then I remembered that I'm twenty two and there's like no reason I should be doing that. And Honestly. went on with my day. I was like bored at work. I was like, what's this? Um. So next up, we have like Moss of Flames new song YOTM, which stands for Year of the Moth. Also released via UNFD Records. We don't do this order on purpose. Why God, is why is everything <laughs> so Australian? Not that. We're like connecting things unintentionally. I mean, we're going to hit like a hard stop next time. And But like, anyway, um, this new track is fantastic. And I'm still super fucking hyped on this album. This song is triplets for days. It has something we don't get a lot from uh, like Moss of Flames which is an ending breakdown? What? Yeah. Usually it's the 
midsection breakdown. No, this band has like a weird, um, a weird pattern of putting the main breakdown in the second verse of the song. And I've always like never understood it, but like there's a band that does it. So I just always love it. <laughs> That's fair. Um, they have a few songs that have like bridge breakdowns, but usually it's just like verse two. They're like, who the fuck needs a second verse when you just put the breakdown here? <laughs> who needs the who needs the second verse when you can go oh 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 one? <laughs> exactly. So this new song reminded me a lot more of um their uh second album. Mm-hmm. Um which name is escaping me right now for some reason. It's uh I don't know it's got words. serpent herders on it. Eye for an eye. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So this is also the follow-up single to Habitual Decline, which we talked about, if not last episode, the episode before that. Um, Time doesn't exist anyway, so it doesn't really matter. Um, I'm still mentally in January. Yeah. Um, This is a band that I sadly didn't get into until like way later than I should have. And uh, I absolutely love them. And their new album is one of the only albums that I think has like any contention of breaking my current top five yeah. other than maybe alpha wolf um yeah because wait for you grew on me and i think i know what it is for the album so i think that's like their ballad (laughs) (laughs) like their version of it so we'll see um but next up we have pale face and their new song curse us yeah i put this on the list because i was like oh shit i was like all right this band's uh, i thought it was pale dusk at first then i clicked on it (laughs) yeah (laughs) no they're like they're like beat down deathcore, and it was fucking sick. They have the visuals they had for their video were really good too. This band is disgusting. Yeah, um, fits a lot stylistically with a few other bands we're going to talk about today. Um, yeah. But this song is intense. Fucking, it was a hammer like to your fucking um, face. Yeah, uh, it's, it's basically you... it's, it's kill your neighbor's core. Yeah, it's it's like uh like for fans of Lorna Shore, like that style of deathcore. Lorna Shore, a little bit of the beatdown influence with Traders, I would say, and then I would say it does have beatdown influence, but I wouldn't call them like a beatdown. Well, I'm not saying I'm saying like a little bit of the influence reminds me of Traders for the beatdown yeah. parts. But... Yeah, but I wouldn't call them a beatdown influenced band, kind of like Body Someone, Snatcher. I, I they called them like beatdown deathcore in the description, which I was like, I don't know about that, but maybe as a whole, I don't know. I haven't really. I've heard a few other songs by this band, but I've never like dove into them, but I think I might do that later. Yeah. But this single shows promise and they'll definitely be on our radar for here on out. Yep. So Motionless and White decided what better thing to do in quarantine than cover than do song. an absolutely off color, random fucking cover of Somebody Told Me by The Killers. Yeah, and, and if, if you're listening, <laughs> Aaron Kidder, don't say it's bad. Yeah. Don't, don't um, get into a seven-reply tweet conversation. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Going for Aaron's head immediately. I shouldn't be doing this in the situation that might happen. but <laughs> It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I'm, fr- no. I'm like good friends with Aaron, so it yeah. fucking matters. No. Um, and his critiques on this song were just simply because... It, it was, was just because of Chris's vocal style. Yeah, which like you it get It wasn't anything bad. I just, I just love giving him shit Chris for on it. it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so this cover didn't have to be good at all, and it was fantastic. It was great. Um, I was expecting it to be a lot more like 
motionless and white. I thought like towards the end when I, cause I was just listening and I was looking down at my phone and I didn't see the timestamp and like the way they were going into the end of the song, I was like, is there going to be a fucking breakdown right now? Yeah. It like kind of, kind of led me on a little bit and I was like, Oh, it's the end of the song. Yeah. I was worried that they were going to motionless and white the killers. Yeah. (laughs) And I wouldn't have liked that. But I really wouldn't have either, just, but but they, they killed it. A little bit of their twang on it, and that was it. Yeah, it was a great cover. I had zero expectations for it, and it was pretty pretty good. It was pretty solid. So, uh, fresh and hot off of the SoundCloud sound waves, we have okay, okay. New song, this thing, this did not make sense. <laughs> this shit, this okay. Kalen was literally telling me he's like, go. He's like, hey, can you go listen to this 18 Vision song? I've, I, he's like, I think it's on like they premiered it through a website. I'm like, oh, it's probably gonna be like premiered through Revolver on like a hidden YouTube link or whatever. But no, I go on, I fucking click Lamb Goat, and it's on a fucking SoundCloud link for 18 Visions. I'm like, what? What? Who's uploading metalcore to <laughs> the fucking SoundCloud? Well, obviously, people who are all out of bubblegum. <laughs> Because 18 Visions has chewed enough bubble gum and has kicked enough ass. <laughs> yes. And they already um, ran out of bubble that's gum. That's really so what I know this SoundCloud. Band, that's what I know this band for is their song with that sample in it. Yeah. Uh, and that album. Uh, this band is also just known for being deathly ahead of their time. Yeah. Which they, they, they are. Started, when did they start? Um... I think they started. literally, they literally too close to touch themselves. Oh wait, I didn't. Oh, <laughs> I did not mean. You did not think before you spoke. <laughs> I did not. <laughs> wow. All right. I'm too close flustered. to touch themselves. <laughs> You're never gonna come back from that one. I'm gonna give you shit. Wow, for- that's something I just said. And we're canceled. If that band was still good, I'd care. All right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> here says the guy with a too close to touch flag in his house i do because that album was phenomenal that yeah no they made that sound like what they sound now in like 2004 and 2006 yeah and then came back in 2017 um which was also a phenomenal album but it was kind of just like too little too late um I, I honestly blame Old Wounds breaking up after this band getting back together because Old Wounds was just a carbon copy of this band. Yeah, which is completely a great um, Which is funny. Uh, rip Old Wounds. They were really good, but That's their nice. last album did awful. So they That's broke why they up broke up. Silently. They literally said, uh, final merch sale. And everybody was like, why is it the last one? And they just never fucking replied. They just left it at that forever. Yeah. Which, uh, is, which is hilarious. Power move to ending a band. Yes, that too. Um, but that band was around for like eight years. They had their time. They did. They had their time. They came and went. Their most popular song on Spotify has 188,000 plays. Hmm. So yeah, they, they, they had their time to break through and I just think they missed it. Yeah, they, they had their chance and they didn't really capitalize and then they kind of fell off with the album and then just didn't do shit. But yeah, this new song "Sync" by 18 Visions, um, pretty fucking sick. If you like yeah. that, uh, like what we were just talking about, bands like Old Wounds, It Dies Today, uh, fucking Poison the Well, you know, like that style of metalcore. You'll that like uh, that OG song. 2000s metalcore sound. Yeah, which is what they were. This band started in uh, I think '99. I thought, I thought it was '98. Maybe. Perhaps. First album came out in 2000, so who knows um never know what happens but very stoked yeah gucci high waters this is your boy 
Yep, puts out his new song "Expectations," which is holy fuck depressing. Yeah, I I got vibe checked. <laughs> yeah. Um. Still no release. I think a lot of what we've been hearing from him this year are songs that were supposed to be on an album, be, but yeah, going to be on something. But I mean, just this year, we've gotten uh, five singles, uh, which was "Candy" featuring Lund uh, or Lund. I can't remember. So I think it's Smother. Lund. That song is a vibe check for me too. Needle and Thread, Rope, and Expectations. Needle and Thread and Smother are still, I think, my two favorites that have come out this year. Candy is also great. Um, High School is the song that got me into this artist, but I feel like that's for a lot of people. Uh, I think it's a TikTok song, if I'm not mistaken. Probably was. Um, But that song actually, compared to like his other stuff, doesn't have as much traction. Post-Death, which is his first EP that came out in 2017, has a lot of stream play on it. I mean, Gucci Highwaters has over a million monthly listeners. My God. Um, he's always bigger than I rem- like. I always think he is. Yeah. Um, Mainly because he's popular- on Epitaph. Yeah. His most popular song on Spotify has 33 million plays. Jesus. Uh, just to compare to High School, which only has 5 million. Yeah. So and that's because he blew up because he was on because there was a whole probably thing with TikTok that like you said not but that would be pre TikTok because the songs that are popular are ones that came out three years ago oh. so something tells me that this guy was big like three years ago and I just missed the mark because I didn't listen to emo rap or yeah I know people like this who make this kind of music hate being called emo rappers so alternative rap whenever he's artist just call them yeah. artists I don't, even, um, I don't really put a label on them anymore uh fucking new york blip hop <laughs> oh my god he's from long island i know he's from sense. long island i'm well, also, I'm also from, from long island <laughs> from ireland so well ireland um, what yeah he moved there apparently oh. when he was a kid yeah whatever but yeah Gucci Highwaters is fucking great so yeah um yeah, Broward, new song is Broward county next this new song is also like acoustically driven which yeah is it's super different. like acoustically beat driven and shit and yeah. it's tight though really on a completely and utterly different note blood bather <laughs> yeah hi blood bather <laughs> hi broward release, county released their new song silence and it is by far the best song that it's, they've ever put yep, out yep fully agree it's it was it's better than disappear and void I it's better like, than their whole first EP. I didn't I'm, like Void I, I, that much. I'm standing by that statement. I literally I feel think like, it is better than all the I mean, pressure. they did three singles, and this all three of these singles I've, are going to be on the EP. This is what I've been waiting for. This is I've what I've been, been waiting, waiting for them to do. I've been waiting for this influence they've been talking about so much to be fully incorporated in their sound, and it's finally happening. And it sounds um, so good. I think disappear and void were good, but didn't I like have... disappear? Disappear was really good. I didn't like void that much. Void was void was both, all right. I think both had poor song structure, and this song is amazingly written. Yeah, um, disappear I think honestly, Kyler, Kyler's so... vocals were still great no matter what. Kyler's yes. vocals are have been insane to me. I didn't like I him think... at first, and I was like, they really grew on me, and I thought it hit. Yeah, I think that disappear was an ass beater and because of that the structure didn't really matter uh but silence is just the perfect embodiment of everything this band is and wants to be and is Mm -hmm. going to be um this is what i've been waiting for is the step up that blood bather needed to make and they finally did it 
And then, and then, and then today we, the today we learned that Taylor Carpenter from Chamber did the drums on the CP that's coming out in October 9th. Yeah. And I was like, holy shit, is this real? And then I looked and then Taylor Carpenter subtweeted it and said like, yeah, basically it did. It's interesting. It was an interesting thing to learn. I'm stoked on it though. So next up on our list, we have Tunnel Vision by Movements off of their upcoming album, Nothing Left to Love 2, Electric Boogaloo. God damn it, I forgot we made that joke. Um, <laughs> see, dude, if I seriously, if they should have sued. Counterparts. <laughs> if they weren't if they weren't friends. Timeline, yeah, in a different <laughs> timeline, both of these bands have no history together and Movements got sued by Counterparts. And I just sat, I'm just sad we don't live in that timeline. <laughs> warp, like there's another timeline time. where warp tour ended in 2015 <laughs> and these bands are beefing right now and i just oh wish i was God. there um <laughs> their new album comes out i think next week i think next we're week. huh next no that was uh the year's truly album comes out next week no i think both do as both? well as fucking okay. uh knuckle puck which we thought came out and uh, oh new fit for a king next week which is going to be super underwhelming yeah but this new song is fantastic. <laughs> Good, great. Um, it's my favorite single that they've dropped with these past three. Skin to Skin had more skin of an skin effect a, on me than I thought I did. Skin to but. Skin is a close second for me, but I think listening to this already, and I was like, oh, this is honestly my favorite one so far. Skin to Skin grew on me a lot, so that's why. But yes, this song is the best song they've put out since Outgrown Things, in my opinion. Fair. Uh, I think it literally shits on all of Feel Something. Uh, this band finally has my attention again. Um, other than maybe the exception of the best songs on Feel Something, so like Deadly Doll, Full Circle, and maybe Under the Gun are on par with this song. That's fair. But uh, I've been a fan of Movements for a very long time, like we've talked about a lot on this podcast, and I much prefer their old sound. Um, that's not to say that their new sound is bad. Um, I too liked Feel Something until I realized that it was musically boring. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and I, uh, all power to this band for being successful, but I don't understand the legendary status that they've been given. Um, <sighs> hopefully yeah. this album is a step up from feel something and to my ears, it already is. Um, I missed the good instrumentation of this band because Patrick's going to be a phenomenal lyricist, no matter what, uh, and he continues to be so. Uh, even if uh, Don't Give Up Your Ghost, in my opinion, was a little lackluster and a little boring, so to speak. Not like literally, but I guess so to speak. Um, it was phenomenally, uh, lyrically amazing, which is what they've always been. Yeah. So I don't expect the rest of the album to sound like Tunnel Vision. I I would love for it to, but I know that realistically we, we know it happen. Uh, yeah, no good left to... Or, <laughs> No good Nothing left, left to, love. to love. I I was really just about to say no good left to love. Uh, no good left to give. Seriously, this is criminal. Uh, comes out in counterparts, please. Um, Jesus. All right. Um, God, I really wish we lived in an alternate timeline. Do you, right do now. you think we're Do you think we're gonna get like a merch collab with these two, where it's the nothing left to love hoodie, but it's like nothing good to left to love. <laughs> <laughs> like i want it to be um what's uh viral tweet 
viral tweet like, if it gets photoshopped. Like, um, not grammatically correct if they do like fuse them together. <laughs> I just think that would make it so much funnier oh, for buying God. it. Um, I would I would buy a nothing good left to a nothing good left to love. This is literally like how to give yourself a stroke one hundred and one. Yeah, hoodie. Just because the you have so, you have somebody trying to read that they could show. they could put out the worst album of this year, but if they did that collaboration with counterparts for a hoodie, I'd buy it. It just shows you how weak my pockets are. I bought a Peter <laughs> you bought Rono. the Peter Rono twenty thirteen <laughs> birthday shirt today. <laughs> I really did. So many people I know bought that fucking shirt today. Well, and yeah, I, we were at this birthday. Yeah, we were at his birthday. It was tight. I left my PS3 controller at his house, though. I need to go grab that. Dude, I need to go find my 3DS. I know it's still there. (laughs) (laughs) Playing Raging Blast 2 on the PS3 with our Mountain Dew Code Red and... uh... What else? Macklemore? (laughs) I don't know. What was was, was 2013? Gandam Style! Gandam Style was 2013! (laughs) August, if you're listening, hi. (laughs) I'm not sorry. Um... (laughs) Um, so speaking of nothings, um, the band nothing has put out a new song called say less. How um, the, Aaron heard <laughs> that is, the yeah, thing. Kevin, Kevin didn't know about this band until we listened to the song today, which is exciting because you're going to listen to their other two albums and love them. I'll listen um, to that. We'll probably listen to them in about 30 minutes when this episode yeah. ends. Nothing are a shoegaze band. Um, they're absolutely tight. It was a really and good I actually found out about Jesus Peace through being a fan of this band because, like we said, Aaron Hurd is the bass player. Um, yep. I don't think he always has been, but that that that's just the case. Um, and um, yeah, I don't know if this is off a new album. I don't know if this is off a new EP. We haven't gotten new music from nothing. Um, not in a super long time, but not recently. Um, they did release B-Sides um, last year. Just like a shit ton of B-Sides that they've had like forever. Like 14. Uh, well, I think a few were live sessions. I think it was like eight B-Sides total. Okay. Um, but uh, Tired of Tomorrow is one of my favorite albums just ever. So I'm very excited for this band to do more stuff. Uh, Dance on the Blacktop was the last album we got from this band. And that was in 2018. So yeah, we are due for new music. So. Didn't we? Yeah, when we were at a... Because last week, the reason there also wasn't an episode, there wasn't much to talk about. And uh, I was up at Kalen's. Yes. We went to Park Ave. And uh, didn't we find a nothing vinyl? Yes. And you were they like, had, you were like on the back, and you like showed me. You're like, that's Aaron Heard. Yeah. And I was like, what? <laughs> they had Dance on the Blacktop. Uh, I don't think they had Tired of Tomorrow. Um, I only buy seven inch vinyls anyway because I don't collect vinyl. So that's like my. You only tip-toe. own a single vinyl. No, I. Oh, I own five. No. Yeah. No, I own five. I buy big boy vinyls. Yeah, I, like I don't have boy. anything to play them on, so. I can't oh, well, warrant we'll skip spending the, money skip, on them. Yeah, let's keep going. <laughs> so that's a whole other episode least, in itself. Yeah. Last but not least, we have Menace by the band Nasty. We talked about I mean, them last week. Yeah. Wait. Two weeks ago. Two weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, 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 two yeah. weeks ago. But last um, episode, last episode, we talked about Nasty. Yeah, and they have another new song out, and it's just as filthy. 
Um, I do like the other song more. Menace is still really fucking dope, though. Literally, yeah. an ed- like one of those. You guys, if you remember the edits from like m- late 2013, like with like the the years between 2013 and 2016, where people were doing anime music videos to songs. That is what the video is for this, which is fantastic and, and makes perfect great. sense. Um, I don't know if we're getting a release from this band. I don't think we've seen anything about that. But I don't know, I but still... I, all I know is there was supposed to be a. It just got rescheduled, but it was a nasty counterparts and Zile tour in the EU, which is fucking crazy. Oh, <laughs> and meanwhile, we didn't talk about this in news, but uh, we found out this week would have been the start of a tour for the August Burns Red Guardians album cycle that had counterparts North Lane and Thornhill on the tour. Yeah. Which would have literally been insane. And I'm really sad that uh, somebody had to eat a bat. And now we're here. Jesus Christ. No, we, we, we would have been fine if America wasn't stupid. But that's yeah, if, if, if we weren't incompetent. Um... So that's it for singles. Um, we we only have three, three releases. releases. Yeah. So first up, we have My People Hold On by Zulu. This is really <laughs> just a seven-minute song with some, uh, with some uh, interludes. Some spoken word interludes yeah, from, that, are, that are definitely sampled. To listen to just the whole thing one way through. It's way easier yep. and it's just much better to listen to if you just take the whole EP as one song. It sounds super weird to hear that but like trust me it makes way more sense yeah because it all fits together yeah my favorite on here is uh straight from the tribe of the moon uh um, for, for me if for me it was between straight from the tribe of the moon or do the right thing yeah so my people hold on is and zulu as a band are um all pfc dr- yes the drummer of dare is the frontman of this band yep um and it is super tight black power violence yes their entire their entire band is based off of and revolved around um racial injustice and the racial injustice in the fight for equality which is still fought every single day this is a reminder that uh just because you don't see things on your timeline anymore black lives still matter yeah, yeah it's still a going fight please just keep signing petitions and if Donate, Those aren't working. Make merch. Start, yeah, vote for vote. Fucking vote. Fucking vote. vote, please, for the love of God. <laughs> that is literally in a month and a half. Please like, and don't vote. and don't just vote for presidents. And, vote for local officials. And the and the thing is, people are saying, I don't want to vote for the pedophiles this year. It's like, what do you want? You want this dude who has literally put our country into shit for the past four years? Yeah. It's literally it's such a complicated. You, you started you started a race war. You basically entirely put the country in jeopardy this could have been prevented because he knew about coronavirus back in like january yeah like he could have done so many more things it's not just that it's 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 everybody it's It's everybody trying not to make a difference yes but it's it's unfair in my opinion to not vote because you have to choose between two evils because whether you like it or not that has been the case through all of time we have now arrived at the political part of the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, regardless of all politics, just make sure you vote. Just make sure you Please. do whatever, fight for whatever you fight for, but just don't be fucking ignorant because there's no place for that. Um, 
EP is good. Like I said, it does really just feel like one giant song, which is kind of disappointing if I'm being honest. Um, but it is still great. New Zulu is something I will never complain about. So, fucking dude, I Isaac was so hyped on the Zulu shit. Oh yeah, absolutely. He loves that band. I also love that band. So next up, we have Eskimo Callboy and their new EP MMXX, which is just 2020 uh, or 2020, I guess. Um, what'd you What'd you think? I thought it was great. <laughs> I also thought it was great. It's Eskimo, <laughs> it's Eskimo Callboy at its peak. This was, yeah, this was a lot of fun. This was a fun 20-minute listen. Because the, the fun thing it was that it was, uh, there was a single that was dropped. I had no idea the EP was dropping. And then I went to, to like, go show somebody Eskimo Callboy, and it was, like, on Friday night, and it was like, oh, EP is out. I'm like, wait, the EP is out? Yeah. My, um... <laughs> My favorite song on this is definitely uh, Monsieur Mustache. Mustache. Monsieur Mustache. I don't know. I I really loved. I really loved uh, MC Thunder too, mainly because of the whole thing. The 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 fucking dancing like a ninja and the fucking the part where it's like something something kawaii fucking killed me. Um, and, and they're they're getting great. Their their uh their second vocalist who does all their uh, screaming vocals and everything is started. He's upgraded. I yeah, he's but I mean, um, all these gutturals and shit. And it's he's the new guy. Him. Both of them both do harshies. It's just he does most of them. Um, but yeah, I think I think Prism was originally on their last album if i'm not mistaken it's just this one features tobias uh and he they're all german but who who's tobias do you know like what band he's in by any chance uh not a clue hold on let me let me get let me get the name i think that's the only song that was already released i don't think drama king was rehab might have been rehab was released wait no wait rehab's not on this on here hate love i'm just making sure i'm double checking Hey, love. Oh. Yeah, um, that was the only thing. Alrighty. Uh, apparently, Tobias Roucher is a uh, he is a solo artist who is a who makes folk music. Ah, that checks out. <laughs> For Eskimo Cowboy, yeah, pretty much checks out. He probably did something with the guitars because I didn't really. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, that sounds familiar. That's why I asked. Um, the folk artist. But yeah, no, this is a really awesome EP. It's fun. Uh, we don't get enough fun music these days. We don't, and that's what they're all about. Like you, like I remember there was a whole old meme that we made where it was like Eskimo Callboy. We want to see your pussy and your boobies, and then it's just like fucking Leo, Leonardo DiCaprio dancing in The Great Gatsby. Yes, yeah. <laughs> it's that EU scene. It's it's a ridiculous like. Obviously, that's a test of time, and that's that's not how you should speak about women. Yeah, um, that was that was like back in like twenty some twenty like early twenty ten. And even then, it was meant to not be taken seriously. Yeah, because they were kind of like they haven't really been a serious band, but they've always just made no. good shit. And it's kind of like the love. same thing as like um, how like everything that Jared Alonji does is like parody, and there were certain like. MAGA people who thought trigger warning was like serious and like clung on to it with like incel whatever and he's like oh god you guys think this is real <laughs> like yeah you know what I mean it's kind of like that where it's like it's not meant to be taken seriously um and obviously that's not something that they would say at all 
Yeah, no, not anymore. You shouldn't. So, um, last but not least, definitely not least. Fucking uh, filth. <laughs> this might be one of my favorite EPs of the year. Uh, um, I love, I love filth by filth. Yeah, I. <laughs> with this. <laughs> With the, so, with the self-titled song, Filth. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. That's not on this, but... <laughs> I wish. Imagine. Um, so Filth put out their self-titled EP featuring Fear in Hell, which we've both talked... Like, both of which we've talked about on the podcast already. Yep. As well as three new songs. Excuse me. Um, this was so good. Um, Filth is a band that I've been an, a fan of for a little over a year and a half now. Um saw them play a backyard and that was fucking sick um <laughs> they've been popular in the beatdown community and deathcore community for a long time i think that this new ep has a just a blend of everything and there all was sounds. literally a minute 30 song that was literally just yeah it's, it's called lesson song. learned and it's phenomenal and there's gang um, vocals yes, meant for my crowds favorite, my favorite song on here is the noose um but Every single song on here is an absolute banger. If you were a fan of the Carcosa EP that we talked about last podcast, Mm -hmm. definitely love this. This is around the same ballpark. This is a little bit more beatdown oriented um, than Carcosa is, uh, but nonetheless, still Death Fuller, still fantastic. Um, I'm going to be listening to it a lot when working out, and (laughs) I'm excited that, that reminds me, I need to, yeah, Kaylin, I think you and I are starting this uh, whole thing at the same time of us just trying to lose our fucking COVID weight. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, when it comes to filth, uh, it feels weird saying I'm excited to see what they do in the future when the, like this is probably the most new music we're going to get from them in a while. Um, but they have been pretty frequent when it comes to new releases and like been good at reading the room. I mean, earlier this year, they put out two different... Uh, covers and they put out a cover last year as as well as two standalone singles last year yeah uh in guttered and severed severed um and the two so, covers they did they did uh they did unanswered they by did do suicide three. silence yeah uh, the last I know year of, they covered yeah in other words, there were this year there were two this year it was jfc by the case of strain and unanswered by, by suicide, suicide silence and they did district of misery last year okay yeah um but yeah, this is a great EP and a great thing to end on is absolute filth. Yeah. So go check out the artists we talked about. And that's pretty much it for this episode. Yeah, that's literally about it. I literally have nothing else to say. I I don't have words. That's a fucking wrap! <laughs> <laughs>